This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. Welcome to Double Tap Canada, the show where blind people talk tech. Have your say. Call us, text us to 844-971-1999. That's 844-971-1999. Tweet us at Double Tap Canada and find us on Facebook. Just search for Double Tap Canada. Now here's your favorite double tappers. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Double Tap Canada. It is I, Stephen Scott, back with you again. Oh, it's nice to be here. Mind you, at this age, it's nice to be anywhere. Uh, Mark Afalalalalalalo is over there somewhere in Montreal in his virtual studio. Well, it's actually a real studio, but he comes to us Mwah. virtually. Yeah, it's going to be like one of those shows again today, I can tell. Uh, Sean Priest is in Manchester in a shed. Hello, Sean. Hello. I'm not feeling the energy today. What's what's up with everyone? I'm I'm not feeling your mic. I can barely hear you. Oh, well, that's not my problem. That's on your side, Stephen. How does that work? Are you uh, please forgive your our technical difficulties this morning. Uh, please forgive our technical difficulties no, this morning. I'm to the max. I am mic'd That's up. better. Okay, sorry. That's better. It helps me actually turn the mic up. That's how Helps to speak into the microphone too, and like actually getting right, close that's it. to the mic. That's it. Terrible start. Let, let's do it again. Unbelievable. No, Hang on, hang it's on. good to be here. Hello. Well, tell you what, we'll, we'll just start the whole thing again, right? Okay, just yeah, start the whole thing again. Yeah, do Please. the whole thing yeah. again. Right, fine. This time it's going to be great. Welcome to Double Tap Canada, the show where blind people talk tech. Have your say. Call us, text us to 844-971-1999. That's 844-971-1999. Tweet us at Double Tap Canada and find us on Facebook. Just search for Double Tap Canada. Now here's your favorite Double Tappers. Oh, hello again. Hi. 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 Hello. Hi. Hello. Sean, you're so loud. Oh, I hate you. I hate <laughs> you. It's so loud. <laughs> oh, I can't deal with it. Oh, uh, Mark. Yes. What is this about Prime Day being postponed in Canada? It's not happening. There's just, there's just no no Prime Day. You what? you called me all excited this week. You said, have you shopped on Prime Day? I'm like, you know what? I haven't. I totally forgot about Prime Day. And then I went and I looked up, okay, Amazon Prime Day Canada. And I'm looking and it says, oh, let's see what's going on Prime Day. Prime Day is postponed in Canada due to COVID-19. Due to the impact of COVID-19 across Canada, we have decided to postpone Prime Day while we focus on the safety of our employees and supporting our our customers and selling partners. I don't. I, that makes no sense to me. Why would you postpone it? I, I mean, COVID nineteen is the only thing I was world, looking right? forward to. I know there was a pandemic, and, and all I could look forward to was Prime Day, and it's not here. And I, I all you wanted to do was buy cheap HDMI switchers, and you I couldn't just, do it. I just wanted to save a dollar. Yeah, exactly. I wanted to save a dollar. Do you know the thing I, I actually bought? I bought a few things. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, even Sean spent some money this week. <gasps> Am I right? Yes, I did. A lot of money, I might add. On a new mic? Sean World. So In Sean World, let's see. Oh. $15. <laughs> right, hang on. Stop it. Right, is my mic too loud now? It is you're the fine. Moment. Your mic has never been a problem. It's, it's okay, but it's, you're loud. Right, talk. Say something. It helps. Hello, you... this right, is me. Bit. Right, okay. Going down, down. This feels like something we should have done before... Turn up a bit. No, Sean, come Turn on. Turn it up a little bit. How's, how's that? There you Hello, go. That's listeners. perfect. I can hear you now without my ears being it's destroyed. It's time for a moment of insight into the behind the scenes of this show. <laughs> if you look at the document in which we all share to talk about things today, it's fairly blank. So as a result, we've gone to certain hijinks to kill some time. As a result, you may have noticed that we're already 10 minutes into the show and we haven't talked about anything other than Prime Day being cancelled in Canada. But, but yeah, but you say that, but it's been cancelled in Canada. wasn't cancelled in the good old UK, the old yep. United Kingdom, the old Great Britain. Yes, great for a reason. We're great. We Prime Day. Yes, exactly. Okay, so what was, we what got was an American this great holiday. deal that you couldn't run away from? I, I got uh, I got lens wipes for my glasses <laughs> with a, a pound off. <gasps> wow. And I got oh a thousand God. of them. A thousand the of shivers. them. You're getting the shivers. For eight pounds, which of course is a, a million uh, Canadian dollars. So, sh- oh my God! And Sean, I bought a monitor. 
I splashed out. I oh went my crazy. God. Yes. Yeah, you spent thank actual you. money. What size monitor did you get? A 27 inch. Now, I don't oh. know what size. Right, no, no, no. No, no, stop it. Because Stephen did It's ultra say, wide, though, right? No, no, it isn't. No. I it's curved, though, right? No, no, it isn't. My eyes are curved, but that isn't. <laughs> no, look, I couldn't. Stephen did send me some links because I said, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna treat myself to a new monitor because this one is, it, it's a cheap one. I'll admit, the one I've currently got is a very cheap one and it just looks grey to me. So I said, I'm going to treat myself. And uh, Stephen sent me some and he sent me a 32-inch all singing, all dancing Benk, BenQ, BenQ, BenQ. whatever it is. Is that how you say BenQ? BenQ, BenQ yes. BenQ, right, okay. BenQ uh, monitor. BenQ. But... Uh, it was like 500 English pounds. That's ridiculous. Uh, British that pounds. I think British pounds, I think you'll find. What did I say? English. English pounds. Oh, well, That's I don't shocking. know what it was in Scotland. They are in no- English pounds. They're <laughs> British pounds. It's legal tender. <laughs> but it was 32 inch. Now, I'm an RPer, right? I'm a pig man. So, uh, it's no good to we me. I've that. got tunnel vision. I've got oh, no see, peripheral. Right. So, for a 32 inch, it's like watching a game of tennis. I've got to keep scanning my head around. Mm-hmm. So... I was trying to look for a 27-inch version of the same one. But see, it wasn't this is in- the problem no, this you is have. Interesting. You don't understand no, your own eye condition. I'm talking. No, you this can, is hang interesting. On. You said that you were looking at the laptop, which has got a 14-inch screen, and you said, I can see that really clearly because it's on a 14-inch screen and you only have a small amount of vision available to you through that, yes. that pin no. prick in your eye. You no, know, you don't understand. So I said... No. Buy a smaller monitor and you'll get on so much better. No, I want to buy the biggest monitor I can find. Do you know he gets a 55-inch TV that he can't even see? 55-inch TV that well, he you gets know last what? year. The, the optimal even viewing distance from a 55-inch TV is probably about 6 to 7 feet, not the 0.2 feet that Sean is actually using between him and the monitor. 0.2 feet. I actually rubbed my nose against For my Sean TV. For Sean to see that monitor... A 55-inch screen. He would need to be five houses away. I feel like I'm going red now. You you two are infuriating me. It's unbelievable. Oh, really? No, no listen. Is that another Hawaiian not... shirt, do you wear? Yes, I do have an Hawaiian shirt on. <laughs> it's warm. I thought, right, I thought you were covered it. in blood, which, to be fair with you, that's, that wouldn't be unusual. That's, yeah, okay, fair enough. No, shut up, right? What I'm saying is... Ooh, I have charming, now, isn't it? It's so nice. I have... A, I've moved the laptop into my shed, right? And when the two monitors are side by side, the <laughs> quiet. <laughs> the laptop screen, the darks are so much darker, right? When I look at my main monitor, it's yeah, just grey and washed out. Shut up. So the contrast <laughs> ratio on the laptop is fantastic. It's not to do with how much I can see in my peripheral or central vision. It's the contrast ratio. He's so, really trying to get the thought out now, eh? He's really good going for it, isn't he? It's really, it's, it's no, that's it. Him. I give He's up. really upset. <laughs> I've <laughs> I bought a BenQ 27-inch <laughs> monitor, and I'm hoping that the contrast ratio of a thousand to one is going to make a difference. You think they actually... had a 14-inch version of the BenQ? They should really do one of those for him. Yeah, they really should do one of those. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Sean, who were you talking? <sighs> forget it. I bought a monitor. <laughs> That's it. I'm not buying anything else. You can forget it. You I know, I saw I'd... a story about Amazon destroying returns. <gasps> The only yeah, things I've returned, if every return that I sent back to Amazon was destroyed, that's easily like fifteen, twenty thousand dollars worth of stuff that I've sent back. So what's the story here, right? Is it that it's is this COVID? Is this because they're saying, well, you can't touch the stuff that comes back or No, I think it's just their regular practice. It's basically like it's it's easier for us to destroy this than to, to, to do something with it. I and this makes this, sense. this story came from a whistleblower working in Scotland. Yes, yeah, right, yeah. So yeah. um yeah, but I don't think it, 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 it was just Stephen Scott's returns. They couldn't, couldn't cope with them. Yeah. But I don't think it was even returns. According to the documentary on the TV channel over here, it was just products that were marked. It wasn't even returns. And we were talking expensive products like the, the Dyson fans and smart TVs. They're just crushed and destroyed. I, I have no idea why that would be, though. I, 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 it makes no sense to me. They should just, you know, fill it up in, like, storage containers and do one of those TV shows, like, you know, abandoned storage containers. Bid storage others Wars. And, oh, yeah, yeah exactly. like Storage Wars, yeah, exactly. They create yeah. their own episodes. Amazon edition Storage Wars. But surely it's, Amazon, got cheap- <laughs> it's got to be cheaper to sell those things off. Like on something like Prime Day, then 
then to crush them and just put them in... I mean, landfill is what was being accused as well. And that's, that's even worse. That's terrible. But some of these products weren't even sold either. That's the thing. And they were saying, I mean, included... Because I was thinking it might be small things or things that have gone off. You know, it might mm-hmm. be, you yep. know, dated items. But no, I'm talking TVs, laptops. Mark will be upset at this. Drones. Uh, None of us will be upset about this Hair dryers uh, Top of the range Mm. headphones Drives from computers Books of course Books And this is actually the criminal one If this is true Face masks I mean that's just That's really not good We should say Amazon have come back And said this isn't the case They try to uh, donate as many items as they can uh, and some items, but the only sticking point to the, the statement that they came back with was that they, they are trying to cut down the amount of goods they recycle. And do they class this as recycling when they crush it and send it off? If somewhere? they do that. I mean, this is, a, this is an ex-worker, right? This is someone who used to work exactly. there. He's uh, apparently trying to expose the scale of unwanted stock being destroyed. Um, could this just be a disgruntled ex-employee? Possibly. Could there be some truth in this? I, I don't doubt there's probably some destruction going on. I, don't, I actually don't doubt that at all. There probably is. But I would have thought it would have been with stuff. See, I often thought this when it came to Apple coming up with a new MacBook, right? Not so much recently, because I think more recently they are clearly showing how they're recycling. But I used to always wonder what would happen, you know, when a new MacBook would come out. And I think, well, what happened to the other, you know, thousand MacBook Airs that are lying in the cupboard in the store? Are they just, just tossed aside, crushed, and then that's it? I think they recycle them. Or they, they must keep recycle. them for history, for... for posterity of some kind there's got to be an apple museum somewhere where they have copies oh, of every man. single product they've made and yeah and so our, 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 our homes we could open them up <laughs> <laughs> we've all probably got one you of know those. What? i think there should be an amazon recycling program where you just offer up your shed and they just back up a truck every couple months and say okay here's here's a bunch of stuff yeah, I agree. I've got one here, actually. Yeah. So, speaking of Amazon, parcel just arrived. And, uh, you know, it arrived just before the show, which is nice, because normally it arrives in the middle of During the show. The show yeah, yeah. So uh, this time around, they decided to... Obviously, they're getting the cottoning on here. Um, so let's see what we've got, because I, I wrote a couple of things on the sale. I think this will be my... Oh, yes, it is. This is my Anchor power charger, my power battery charger. So what happened was I bought this uh, backpack. No, back out again, you see. So I'm getting out and about a bit more. And I thought, I'll get a backpack. So get the backpack, all nice. And then I noticed on the side, there's a USB port and a 3.5mm headphone jack on the side of the backpack, which all feeds through inside. Normally you get like a feed through for cables. So you could put like a power cable in or you could, you know, run an audio cable if you wanted to through like a little uh, bit. You can just push the cable through. But this is actually built onto the side and then it all runs inside and is fed in. And you just put one of these power banks inside along with your phone and away you go. So I got one of these, 20 quid. Um, it's got a lot of milliamp hours on it. You know. <laughs> you should know. I'm so excited for you. Well, the thing for me, you, you know the story of when I got one of these before. This is why I had to buy a new one, because I got one of these before. And it said on, I got it in an airport, and it said, you know, gives you two iPhone charges. So I used it to charge up my iPhone twice and then threw it in the bin. The host oh of, my uh, God! Tap, everyone, I cannot wow. believe that story. Because I honestly thought you could only use it twice. I didn't realise the whole thing was rechargeable. <laughs> so I tossed away this thing that cost me an absolute fortune. It's like a hundred dollars it cost. Was me. this before or after you became an intelligent young man? Uh, no point in between. Uh, no. <laughs> what well, didn't you think? That's a lot of money for two charges. You're I did. You know what? There's you an airport. You're, you're fired. Airport. You, you're not qualified anymore. Oh, listen, I've known that for That's a long it. You're time. You're done. It's like it's I'm over. only here for the looks, guys. I'm only here for the looks. I just bring the toys. You guys talk about them. You guys know this stuff. Is, this is uh, this is Sean. This is like it's a disgrace. You, oh no, I've I've known this story for a long time. It's really it's and disgusting. you're still working with him. I uh, know. It's disgraceful, isn't it? Does his wife know? <laughs> she doesn't care. She doesn't care. Uh, look, we've got lots to talk about. Honda are about to launch a navigation device that sends vibrations to the feet of blind people and other people who are not blind uh, to help them orientate themselves. i got a lot of tweets on this topic. I'm, in- I'm really intrigued to hear both of you, uh, your views on this. And uh, we'll also be taking a look at why Airfly Pro is the perfect accessory for my iPod Classic. 
Oh, we'll get into that next on Double Tap Canada. If you love Double Tap Canada, why not check out Double Tap TV with Stephen Scott and Mark Aflalo every Tuesday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern on AMI-tv. The latest tech news, hands-on reviews, exclusive interviews, accessible to all. Find out more at ami.ca slash Double Tap. This is Double Tap Canada. We'll be back in a moment. Hey, Double Tappers, want to get involved? Call the show now at 1-844-971-1999 or email feedback at ami.ca and have your say. This is Double Tap Canada. It's a tech show. Honest. I just, you know, I've been buying more stuff on Amazon, right? Not not right now. I mean, not like in the oh break. My God. But I got, um, I got a couple of HDMI switchers. Couple. I bought two. Why you yeah. just get one with enough HDMI ports on it? Well, yeah, that that would probably make sense. But then they weren't available to arrive on the same day before 10 p.m. You see, so that was the the idea behind that. Yeah, they were about tomorrow. Yeah. Oh no, they've got they time for that. Yeah, exactly. I could have waited a day. Why would you? It's ridiculous. Um, also, and, and where are they now? The switchers? Oh, they're over there in a box somewhere. I don't even know. When are you going to open them? <laughs> So they were urgently needed. I had to get them then. instantly, so they could just be ignored. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'll get to them next week. It is ridiculous, isn't it? Classic, Stephen. Well done, sir. I'm destroying. Wow. I'm destroying the world every day. Um, actually, uh, AirPods, right? So I'm loving my little AirPods. These are not AirPods, though. These are cheapo AirPods. AirPods <gasps> cheap. Now I'm interested. Eighteen dollars. AirPods fake. Eighteen dollars. They are brilliant. And you know what I love about do them? Do they stay the, in your ear? They do. They stay made of big. They're quite big, actually. Much they bigger than the original green, ones. But <laughs> apart from that, they're fine. I slide that. Um, but you've got the charging Ears case. fall off. USB for charging up the case. USB-C, I should say, uh, for charging up the case, which is handy, because you often get the lightning port inside the AirPods, which are pretty nasty. These, though, really nice. And uh, you know what I like about them? It's not the in-ear. You know that kind of... I, I can't stand the in-ear ones uh, that you often get. These instead, though, just that standard... AirPod styly. I like that. It's almost well. exactly the same. Um, and they work great. Really nice. The, the sound quality, you're not going to listen to the greatest hits of uh, Engelbert oh, Humperdinck or, well, you know, well, other what? people. You're not going to listen to the greatest <laughs> hits of Engelbert Humperdinck on them, no. Ever. On anything. Yeah. Well, then I'm not buying them. <laughs> this is done. I'm done. You know, guys, I'm tired. <laughs> He's just going to sleep, Mike. You're all right. <laughs> um, I, can go, I can go to sleep. But you know, I did it's buy. Fine. I did buy the iPod Classic, as you know, right? And I love my iPod Classic. Recently, um, by the way. Yeah. Yes, it, that's right. Not, I, not I'm years up ago. to date on this one. I, I got it. Remember, I was a hero of Amazon. You know, I. You know, we're talking a little bit about Amazon just dumping stuff. I'm buying the stuff they're not trashing. <laughs> yes. um, they're sending it to Dear me. Amazon. <laughs> Don't waste your money. <laughs> Send it all to Stephen. He'll buy it. <laughs> He'll just buy it. Anyway. Mark it up. Then mark it down. Yeah. Just call him a hero. Call it Stephen Scott Prime Day Deals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't turn up at the house, to be honest. They probably knew um, that I was going to buy a few things. But yeah, so anyway, I got the iPod Classic. And of course, one of the things I wanted to do with it, ideally, was use a pair of Bluetooth headphones. I've got, always, I've got tons of Bluetooth headphones. I don't really have any wired headphones other than the wired ones you get with the iPhone, well, I used to get with the iPhone, uh, and they're all lightning connectors now. So uh, I thought, how am I going to do this? But I have this little gadget that I bought, again, at an airport. I didn't chuck this one away, though. I kept this one, not a use once and throw away job. Um, but I really like this. It's, it's called the AirFly Pro. It's from a company called 12 South. They make all kinds of accessories for your Mac and everything else. But these are great because you plug these into, in this case, the iPod Classic, and then they hook straight up to your AirPods Max. Or your AirPods Pro. Or your AirPods, actually, for that matter. Basically, any of the AirPods range you can use with this AirFly Pro. And it basically allows you to use it wirelessly with any device. The reason it's called AirFly Pro, and the clue is also because I bought it at an airport. You know, you go to get on a plane. Sean, you won't know what I'm talking about here. Uh, but when you get on a plane, there's these little connectors you can plug your audio into. You know, so you can listen to what's going on on the TV on the, uh-huh. on the plane. Well, sometimes you don't want to use the rubbishy little, you know, headphones they give you. Uh, so for that reason, you can plug in the AirFly Pro. You can use your own headphones with it. Hang on, hang on. This is a Bluetooth transmitter. Yes. Yes. You didn't say that. 
You're trying no, to describe all no, this no, no, stuff. No, 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 no. This is what it does. It's a Bluetooth transmitter. No, you plug it into a headphone it, jack and it sends you the Bluetooth. You might put it that way, but the reality is the correct it's way. a special connection that it has. This is a bit like... I you, just bought one of these literally yesterday Yeah, for $12. Yeah, it's not the same. Because you, that you was the most expensive one. one I could buy. No, it's the cheapest. No, I, I spent $50 on this thing. 55 yeah. 55 yes. <laughs> Probably more, actually, because it was an airport. Uh, yes. So, yeah, 55 and uh, it is going to give me the best signal ever. Your Bluetooth thing, I'll be cutting out all the time. Nothing but hassle. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. No, no. Mine, the one I bought for $12, features APTX, which is the lowest latency you can get in Bluetooth, and Bluetooth 5, and this one has... Oh, it's white. So is mine. That's no, no. the one. I'm, I'm talking about yours. I'm talking about the the big defining feature in here is the Airfly Pro. That's uh, the color. Oh, and I the see. word that's pro. The, that's the bit that we like. Well, I shouldn't yeah. think mine's is pro, to be honest. I don't think I've got the pro one. <laughs> yeah, you're, you know what? You're right. It's just Airfly. It's just iFlip. There is a, there is an Airfly Pro. Um, I'm entirely sure the, the The battery indicator. Oh, right. Is that it? Oh, you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah whatever. But uh, anyway, I'm loving it. Hang on. You were about to tell us why it's not simply a Bluetooth transmitter and it's got these... Because, because it's a receiver it's too, Apple. Sean. Because it's a receiver too, you can flip the switch and receive. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, that's what makes it it's really exciting. And, and what's good is it, it's made with Apple in mind. And it's got air in the white. title. And it's white. <laughs> and it, it it just works. Hang on, though. So, oh, my God. So $12 versus 55 55 So what? what's... I'm sure I could find one for $12 too that's white. Okay. Bluetooth transmitters, though, they're lovely. I don't actually aren't care they? if it's white, to be honest. Yeah, they can fit into any 3.5mm headphone jack on any device and then transmit that yeah, audio signal. That's not the point. You're missing the point. Bluetooth. I want no, to use the AirPod thing. Your... I want to use the AirPod magic that makes it work. That's the whole point of having it. What's the magic? The magic is pairing up by opening up the uh, the case. That's yeah. the only magic. It's how it pairs up. Exactly. But, you know, I don't yeah, but want to use can... these $18 pieces of garbage, you know. With my AirFly, am I? I'm not going to use that. Well, you're well, using it with an I'm, iPad let me, Classic. Let me, let me, hang on. So I, the reason I bought my oh, Bluetooth dear. receiver was because I got this really cool in-ear headphone for when we do our TV show mm. that no one could see, like a news reporter with that little coily cord that goes behind the neck. Secret agent. Like yeah, it. but, I, but I, I didn't want to have to hardwire it to my computer when I'm talking to you guys, right, mm. when we're recording the show. Mm. So mm. I got a Bluetooth receiver that I can plug it into pop it in my in my on my belt and I could send the signal from my phone or my computer and have this nice discreet in ear headphone. Doesn't that sound sexy, Steve? Nah, I do quite like the sound of that actually. You kinda yeah, like the sound nice, of that yeah. instead you of your a couple of links both that frames or your in ear beats, whatever a studio. Yeah, Look, it's I admit, nice, I'm an idiot. I don't I don't I don't pretend to be anything else. But you know I don't I, call yourself an I idiot. Like this is not the a, time for that. Well it's me I can call myself that. I'm okay. No, with it. Stephen, don't do that. I can do that already. Yeah. No need. You guys can do it for me. We're having a moment. Stephen, don't don't do that to yourself. You're 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 better than this. I wish that were true. But it's not. Let's be honest. Uh, right, look, let's talk about something else because we did actually get a lot of tweets oh, in about this. I thought we were getting somewhere then. No, we were not. We never progress, get anywhere on this programme, are you joking? <laughs> Every week we pick away at this particular scab. Uh, right, so let's talk about Honda. His name is Sean. <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> I hate you, Mark. So <laughs> Honda uh, are launching a navigation device, the uh, Japanese automotive maker, of course, of all kinds of things, gadgets, cars, all the rest. Um, they are the first commercial company to uh, set up this navigation system specifically for visually impaired people to navigate and walk with. Um, now, the name is, well, it escapes me, but or I'm certainly not going to attempt to say it. Mark can have a go if he wants. Uh, but basically, it's a device that adjusts to footwear, and that, uh, through an intelligent motion sensor, connects to a mobile phone application which sends vibrations to people's feet to tell you the correct route. So, for example, when the left foot vibrates, it means turn left. And if the right foot vibrates, you can guess. If both feet vibrate, it means that the user must continue in a straight line. So this is obviously intended to work, I guess, alongside your cane and your guide dog. Um, what if they're in the wrong shoe? Well, well, I'd like to think most people could figure that out. I mean, you know how to put shoes on, right? I gotta go now. Okay. <laughs> now this isn't 
an original idea. I've seen these before, insoles, vibrating insoles. There was a company doing that a few years back. Well, I think this is actually a bit of a, a continuation of the work that's been done. I think this is, this, I've heard of this before as well. Yeah. Um, and, and it was interesting because I put it up on Twitter and I, I often, you know, get people responding to some, but this, this did get a lot of, of comments. Some people saying, you know, I used to always be able to feel the ground under my shoes and use that to help my balance. Um, adding an electronic gadget would distract from what my brain naturally does to protect me, which I think is part of the problem here. You know, this is just adding more confusion. This is back to the Sunu band. If you remember the Sunu band, which you wear on your wrist and it gives you vibrations via sonar feedback. Um, so, for example, if you're walking towards a, a hedge or, you're, you know, there's a hedge on your, your side, it will give you notification of it. But it's getting to know how to read all these signals whilst you're trying to walk down a street and not be killed by a bus. Uh, no, but this is pretty simple, isn't it? I mean, basically, it's just telling you to go left, right or straight ahead. I mean, you could put them in your pocket, steady, but you could. I mean, you could wear them. <laughs> Anyway, it's it's very similar to the Apple Watch, you know, where it will do different vibration patterns to tell you when you're getting turn-by-turn turn directions. Yeah, but have you ever been able to work out what those no. mean? Yeah, exactly, because I, I, I never understand what left and right is on that. No, I know, it's very confusing. I'm sure if we needed to, we could work it out, but... Also, I, I use my cane on my left hand, so my cane is on my left hand, I've got the watch vibrating, my hands vibrating with the street you know, getting the information from the cane. Oh, it's a lot to read at one time. It's not. No, I, I, sorry, I don't accept You don't that. go I don't out. Accept, no, no, I don't. But I'm not <laughs> accepting it's, <clears throat> it's sensory overload. There's too much. Because when they say vibration, no, it's not. It's not vibration. Like the Apple Watch just gives you a tap, right? It's not... It's not a huge deal, I don't think. It's it's an aid. It's like those um, vibrating glasses you mentioned. The what's it called? The band, the Sony. Oh, band, the Sunu band. Yeah. That, Sunu well, that that's a that's a wrist worn thing. Yeah. Well, that's different because it's detecting the environment around you. Whereas this is purely a turn by turn direction thing, isn't it? What I do like about this though is it's on each foot at least, so you can at least you're not going to mistake a left tap on your foot versus a right <laughs> tap, right? Just, just shout out left and right. What's wrong with the voice? control thing well yeah uh, there is that yeah yeah and you know why not have the well, doesn't the we walk do something similar to this or is that voice as well it's a bit of the studio band again because it's all on one side you know it's all one side so the cane is giving you the feedback which is good it does have a speaker in it as well in fairness so it can also shout out left and right which is kind of interesting do you know what though gps should be fantastic but i find that it's very rare that i i find it helpful it's. Um, I find it much more helpful for announcements like in Blind Square or or even Soundscape to some degree, where it tells you what street you're currently on, right? But when it comes to turn by turn directions, I, I I just don't think it's that useful. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, Mark, it's interesting because you obviously use, I imagine, GPS mainly in the car. Yeah. You ever used it when you're walking about? I do, I do have I have used it walking when I've been traveling, mostly in Europe. Um, and you know i have the haptic feedback on the watch but i find it's never it's never really great it's never really accurate yeah it's just it's a kind of all over the place it's not really sure what direction you're walking or sometimes it kind of wonks out and then you kind of look stupid staring at your phone trying to figure out where's left where's right what street is here what you start walking there. forward and then you start you turn around you go back the other way and you stop again and and that's, that's the thing exactly for me. Right. It's, it's always that. It's always that starting point. I find. Like I was out uh, in Edinburgh, Scotland's capital city, for a beautiful weekend of joy. Uh, the, the weekend there, and a uh, tourist board. Yeah, I know. I know. It's a beautiful place. You should. You should go. Uh, Mark's been. He, he loved it. He's been, and you haven't, which is a disgrace because you live nearer than he does. Yeah. Well, I'm not allowed to go anymore. We've been banned from Scotland, apparently. Oh yes, that's Why? right. What yes. happened? Yes, that's right. Because uh, so Sean and I had planned to get together. Uh, I was going to go and visit and say hello and you know catch up with them in person. And then our glorious First Minister of Scotland said, you can't go specifically to Manchester, England, <laughs> the bit where Sean is. Um, you wouldn't allow us in. And uh, now I think, is it right that, that now you can't even go from Manchester to Scotland either? They've That's kind of right, turned it yeah. back as well. It's been banned, yes. It's a COVID thing. It is COVID, yeah, but it's they'll, getting they'll political, down. isn't it? Um, wow. But, uh, yeah, obviously they're against us, frankly. They're against the double tappers, which I think is disgraceful. We're like Romeo and Juliet. Am I the Capulet or the other one? Oh, I don't know what that is. Leonardo? Romu was it Romulets and Capulets? Okay, let's move on. <laughs> What? <laughs> trying to remember my, my Shakespeare at school. Anyway, um, 
What were we talking about? Oh yeah, GPS. So I think yeah, we got ourselves derailed. <laughs> we just we gave an example there of what GPS can be like. No, I was in Edinburgh and I was trying to find a coffee shop this morning, that particular morning, and it was uh, down a street and you had to turn left and turn right. But I just said to my phone, find a coffee shop, and it started directing me. And truth be told, I have got no idea when I start walking if it's even if I'm walking in the right direction. And it's the information you get back sometimes. 130 yards, turn left. And I'm thinking, what does that mean? What is 130 yards? Have I walked 130 yards? Uh, you know, and I don't, and I'm never entirely convinced I'm getting the right information. But once I'm on the move and it seems to have got me on track, then it usually starts to become useful. It's just that initial bit I tend to find the challenge. Yeah, it, it's that start. I mean, there's things like GPS drift and the accuracy of it, mm. for one thing. And then you've got the problem of, okay, do I need my phone out, you know, pointing in front of me or do I, can I, is it okay in my pocket? You're never quite sure. And then it's the amount of feedback you get because there's nothing worse than you're walking down the street and it feels like you've been walking for 10 minutes and it says nothing. And then you start, you know, swinging it around and trying to get it to speak. I'm not, I'm not saying it's useless to us. I mean, it's something we should have in our toolbox. But it, that last 10-yard thing as well, you know, it may get you in a general area of the building you're looking for, the store or whatever it is. But that last 10 yards is the biggest deal. And that's where something like Ira or Be My Eyes, where you need someone to, to land you. So almost, are you, you know, saying... Come on, the door's here. Are you saying the problem is then that this is really creating... or? or creating a solution to a problem that doesn't really exist because we've got technology that can do the guiding. We don't have to worry so much about the actual directions and the distance anymore because we've got GPS, we've got... I mean, someone, someone's actually been in touch to say, you know, what about, you know, the Apple Watch with haptic feedback, Microsoft Soundscape with audio? Mark uh, responded on Twitter saying that. Um, some people saying, you know, Brian says, good theory on paper, but that's where it should stay. Um also, James what? comes back and says two issues with this heightened sensitivity of vibration that can make a person feel nauseous. Other issues walking through a construction zone with compacting machines vibrating the ground at the same time. If you live in central London, I think that's very true. Anyway, we'll be just spinning city. around and around. Um, a truck that drives by. Or... Exactly, then it's the, suddenly you, you start walking out onto the right. Do you think that's where it's come from? Uh, Laurel says, I, I pay so much attention to the terrain with my feet. I think vibration vibrations in my shoes would be very. Uh, disorientating for me and Tim says while I personally doubt that this would help me I would like to see options out there to allow for personal preference so you know it seems to be that but I, I think the and, and the article does state this the article that, that refers to this talks about the fact that this is something that should be complementary with a cane or a guide dog this is not to take away from that we, we, we have never gotten to a stage and I don't think we will ever get to a stage truthfully and that might be a bit of a, a thing to say, but I don't think we'll ever get to a stage where technology can really take over the whole experience of, of a, a cane or a guide dog. And there's lots of reasons for that. I think lots yeah. of people want technology to take it on. It sounds like technology should be able to take on that challenge, but it just, I don't think it can at this point. I, I totally agree. And I, I agree with that last tweet as well that said, you know, that this is um, personal preference because yes we got the technology there there and this is just another way to interface that information you know like i said with why don't we just go with the voice shouting out left right or whatever mm -hmm. but maybe that doesn't work for some people maybe some people are hard of hearing and, and things like that so well yeah exactly it's, it's just another interface to get to that information so i, I can't be too down on it but um yeah it, it, and also GPS. bear in mind you know it's getting audio sometimes audio feedback whilst you're walking along in a city even with you know aftershocks earphones on or, or the Bose frames because you really have got to keep your earphones out when you're walking around when you're blind you can't be cluttering up your you can't walk around with your AirPods Max on as much as you might want to um, but for a security side of things more than anything else I don't think I'd want to do that so, no, you know, I, I think I think there's definitely some some ways to do it but look, you can tell us your thoughts we do love to hear your, your comments um you can uh, get in touch with us. Feedback at ami.ca is our email address. You can also find us on Twitter. We're at Double Tap Canada. Lots of our stories we feature there as well. You can follow me at Tech Talker Steve. Sean, you're at The Blurred Nerd. Is that right? Correct. Yes. Beautiful. What the are you Blurred on Nerd. Twitter, you Mark? What are you? Mark Caflalo, I guess. Caflalo. Yeah. A lot of thought into that. Uh, <laughs> and your phone number if you want to give us a call and leave a message for us. 514. Oh, not my phone number. Not your one. No, no. 844 971 1999 is the number. 844 971 
1999. Stick around, lots more to talk about on Double Tap Canada. This is Double Tap Canada. We'll be back in a moment. This is Double Tap Canada. Have your say right now. Call or text 1-844-971-1999 or email feedback at ami.ca. Now, back to the show. Hello, welcome back to Double Tap Canada. Stephen, Mark and Sean with you. Uh, Mark, are you all right this week? You sound tired, my friend. You I am, tired. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. We just, you know what? little, you know, behind the scenes story. We just finished recording... Um, our last episode of uh, season three of Double Tap TV. Um, it's in the editing bay right now, along with our, our town hall, last town hall of the year, and the editor. So it's been a, it's been a mad rush. A lot of stuff, a lot of stuff going on, trying to get everything in, you know, and make sure you guys are adequately entertained while we fall asleep in our coffins. <laughs> well, fair enough. <laughs> I've got to say, Mark takes the show a lot harder than I do because, you know, I just turn up and I'm like, hey, right, let's do this thing. And then Mark has to, you know, do some serious work behind Actually the scenes. make the magic happen. Exactly, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I can tell why well you're Well done, tired. Mark. We appreciate but it. I'm fine. I feel great. Um, someone wrote us on Twitter, Ikra. <laughs> Hi, I need advice. I'm visually impaired thinking of getting a MacBook. Oh. Pretty good time of the year to get a MacBook now, isn't it, with all these M1 pro- processors out there? If only you had Prime Day. If only they had Prime Day. Well, this person is uh, Ikra Zin. Where is she? She is um, she, he, they. Um, I'm, I'm very confused by pronouns these days, but this one doesn't have pronouns <laughs> here. Um, in uh, West Yorkshire. Oh, oh well. There you go. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a shame Prime Day is finished. Though. That's the other downside. <laughs> yes, there is that. Uh, well, but but what's what's she, I guess I guess any entry level, even you know MacBook Air these days are super powerful. MacBook Air M1. Go for the base model. Honestly, you will not need any more. This this a lot of people out there trying to buy the 16 gig versions, which are harder to come by. Uh, the only thing I would say is go for the base model with 512 gig SSD. That'd be my take on it. And actually. You can sometimes get a good deal on Amazon. Weirdly, you get a good deal on them through the year for some reason. Uh, you can get some money off. It's it just, I found the 256 gig version just left me a bit wanting. Especially when you start adding applications, start doing stuff. Yeah. You don't always, I mean, I know we're doing video stuff and we're doing a lot of audio, so yeah, okay, it does pile up. But even so, you get those applications on there, they are beefy. That's a technical term. Beefy, these applications. Uh, so you probably want to have a bit of space on there. Sean, am I right? Yes, I think so. Because you can't upgrade them later, that's the point, right? Exactly right. These are sealed, that's it. So you buy as much as you can at the beginning. And the M1 chip just changed the whole thing, right? Because the the performance amongst all of them are pretty much stellar anyway, so it it doesn't matter. You're not going to lose out on anything. So it depends really what your use case is, because I I love the, the Mac Mini. So if you do need a laptop, then you know the Air is a great way to go. But if it's just for desk work, it's going to sit on your desktop, uh, then go for a Mac Mini, an M1 Mac. But as long as it's M1 and you get the um, the hard disk size that you, you need, depending on what your use case is, then, yeah, they're going to be great. And as we know, voiceover, totally accessible. Mm. Bit of a learning curve, depending on where you're starting from. Um, but, yeah, it's a great choice. Yeah, I mean, don't buy Intel. There's just no point anymore. No point at all. Um, no. What about you, Mark? Because I know you've got, you've still got your big Mac Pro. Obviously, it's a beast of a machine. It's great. I do. I love it. It's still, it's still. I mean, I don't think this thing is ever going to slow down. But no. I mean, um, you know, in retrospect, I don't think I would have bought it if the M1s were out. I probably would have gotten a beefier M1. Or... Have you got an M1 at the minute? I do. I have the Mac Mini, the M1 Mac Mini. And how do you and, find uh, it compares? I'm guessing you're not doing the same things, but... It's different. You know, I, I've tried doing render comparisons, and the Mac Pro still kind of blows it away. Mm. Um, I mean, I've got the Afterburner card and all this stuff in the Mac Pro that just it inherently is just... And let's be it. honest, you'd be a bit peeved if it didn't, right? I mean, you'd be like, if the oh Mac Mini God. did it all... Peeved? <laughs> I'm already peeved that I bought that MacBook Pro, that 16-inch that sits <laughs> the there. Anyone want that, it? I mean, does this does does, does that person I want to buy mine? one? I can't even sell it if I wanted to. It's, uh, I have to wait. Oh, this um, is ridiculous. I've got a question for you. I'm asking for a friend here. Okay, mm-hmm. um, assistive touch on the iPhone. Mm-hmm. So that's that little dot that kind of hovers everywhere and and really helps you. I've turned this thing off every single day by going to settings, 
by going to accessibility or wait a second where's accessibility general then no, accessibility yeah um and i turn it off and it keeps coming back are you on you're running a beta there are you running the Maybe. ios 15 beta that Maybe. might be a problem <laughs> that might be the issue, uh, but but it's it should, not an it iOS 15 beta. It's an iOS 14.7 beta. Okay, hmm. it should I mean, have gone the, away. Yeah, there there is no other thing. There. There's no like hotkey or like something I could be accidentally hitting that no. turns it back on. Not if you're turning it shortcut. On. Well, I mean, you got the triple click of the side button to bring up the accessibility shortcut. Mm-hmm. Um, but, That's I mean, disabled. You, you I was going to say you can turn that turn off. That yeah. On. yeah, so that should be on no. by default, shouldn't it? I don't. Th- well, it should be. I mean, it's, it's not that it is, but it should be. Yeah, it should be. Um, yeah, no, you're you're doing everything right, Mark. I I put it down to the beta. Okay, well then, um, thank Stop you it. for your nothing. Yeah. Um, okay. Any more questions from the world of Mark? No, I'm good. Have a good show. Bye. Thanks. Uh, Thanks. Right, let's talk about Windows 11 because it's coming soon. Now, we uh, we are on air as the announcement happens, so I think we'll actually be on air after the announcement has actually taken place. So yes. listening to this right now, you know more than us, which in fairness, that's nothing unusual. Um, but what are we thinking? Because we were going to do, a, we were actually going to do a special feature on this. Sean was going to do a big feature. We'd all planned out. And frankly, I don't think he could be bothered. That's the problem. He couldn't be bothered. He was too busy looking out this ridiculous Hawaiian shirt. He couldn't even be bothered to do the feature. No, I just I didn't see the point of it. You wanted a feature about, you know, what to expect with Windows 11 and what was coming up and what we knew. And by the time people hear it, they already know. What you're really worried about is that you're not going to have accurate information and it's going to be outdated and they're going to find out all this stuff that you're like, oh, I didn't mention that because, well, I didn't know about it at the time. Yes, exactly right. I do want to make a fool of myself because that never happens. No. Well, that's good. Well, I'm glad we didn't do that. Uh, But instead, we're going to talk about something else that's coming up because, okay, Windows 11 we'll talk about next week or whatever they're going to call it. I assume it will be Windows 11. Uh, so we'll get into that next week. But I also want to talk about Samsung and Google working together again. They, they're the little kids playing, you know, having a good time. And now they're all sharing their toys, which is lovely. Um, and next week, we're going to hear about a brand new smartwatch from Samsung. This is going to be happening at, I guess, a virtual Mobile World Congress event in Barcelona. Ooh. And there's going to be a new smartphone, a smartwatch launched by Samsung, but this time it's going to be running Wear OS. Samsung had their own operating system called Tizen, and they've ditched that, and they're now working with Google to actually create this new smartwatch. Now, this is interesting, because this is the first time we're seeing that happen, and this is two companies coming together. I thought by this point we'd have been talking about the Google Pixel Watch, but that doesn't seem to have materialised. Uh, and I was told by some very good sources that that would be happening this year. Now, of course, the year's not out yet, so maybe it'll come. But what are our thoughts here? Samsung bringing out their own smartwatch with Wear OS, working with Android, working with Google to to create this. Are we uh, are we excited? I mean, it can't go wrong. I mean, this is I mean, this is a great <laughs> recipe here, right? You got the great That's one of I'm the thinking, best yeah. hardware manufacturers in the world. You know, with one of the best software manufacturers in the world. It can't go wrong here. Yeah, and this is an interesting partnership because they've been doing this. I mean, the first big announcement we saw Samsung and Google working together on was TalkBack, the Android uh, screen reader, which I thought was quite interesting because that, you know, for two companies like that, you wouldn't think that's how they would start working together. But it does seem, and I remember we were at an event, it would be 2019, actually, I think it was the TechShare Pro event we were at in London. And I remember someone from Apple I was talking to actually at the time having a conversation with someone with Google and I ended up in the middle of this conversation yeah. and um, and I said to them, isn't this funny, you two actually speaking to one another? This is weird. This must and, and, and the person said, this happens all the time. You know, people think we don't talk, but we actually do. We share ideas. Um, and then at that point, I had about 50 questions ready to say, well, can you fix this and can you fix that? And why don't you work on that together? And why are you doing this? And what about multi-finger gestures? Um and all this to carry on. But the point is that they do work together. So on the accessibility side, there seems to be some unity. Um, on the face of, of course, these are competi- these companies are com- competing against each other, right? So I just find it quite interesting they're working together. But it's really good to see Samsung and Google doing this. 
Sean, from an accessibility point of view, um, mm. Tizen from Samsung did have accessibility in it. It did? It did have a screen reader, it did have some magnification and zoom options in the watch. The same with Google and Wear OS on the selected watches it was available on. Are you excited about a, a coming together here? Do you, because it sounds like accessibility, although it's not been said. I think accessibility will be at the heart of this, which means a competitor, a serious competitor now for the Apple Watch. Exactly the point, yeah. Because so far, when it comes to accessibility, the Apple Watch is the only option. Now, I know there's going to be people out there pointing at various Android Wear watches saying, no, this is accessible. But Stephen, you've had some experience of using an Android Wear uh, supposedly accessible watch. And yes, while technically it's accessible, the use usability yeah, of exactly. it... Is Terrible. the issue yeah. right? It, it, it becomes clunky to use. Third-party apps not working properly. Yeah. Um, all the challenges there. Yeah, that's the problem for me. You know, I, that's why I always go by because everything on the Apple. Okay, I'll be fair. Not everything on the Apple Watch is perfect either. No, no, not at all. But it's it's closer to it. It's far more responsive. I just I and I, but I really do like Android watches. I've got the Mobvoi Tick Watch Pro Three. I think it is. That's a yeah. that's a lovely watch. Great battery life. Brilliant. I just wish it was just that bit more accessible. Because the problem is it's not... The accessibility is actually okay once you get it running. The problem is you need sighted assistance to get it working. Well, that's, that's straight away. That's a fail. Exactly. Sorry. If you need... Yeah, no, that's no good. Uh, coming back to it, yeah, Samsung and Google working together. As Mark said, that the hardware that Samsung produces is beautiful. So uh, this is exciting. And Android Wear itself as a core, uh, I think Google... Um, they needed help with it because it, for whatever reason, it, it never really they never really got to grips with it. So, yeah, this is going to be a good thing. It's something we should watch because it's, it's the likely case is that if they get Android Wear software working um, to a certain level, you know, the amount of uh, watches that's going to be available on and if the accessibility is up to par, it's going to be a good time for us. So, yeah, I'm quite excited by this. Yeah, me too. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, that'll do me. A uh, nice new smartwatch to play with. Um, of course, the interesting thing... One. Yeah, exactly. The thing is, though, how will that work for older Samsung smartwatches? Will they get the update that takes... Because that's a different operating system, right? Throw so them away. Theory. Yeah, is that all them in the bin? <laughs> that's more stuff for Amazon to crush, isn't it? Uh, right, stick around. Lots more to come on Double Tap Canada. Double Tap Canada will be back after this. This is Double Tap Canada. Yeah. Now, back to the show. Indeed. Right, let's get back to it. I love that. I love that, that music. That was a yeehaw. That was a yeehaw. Oh, that's very good. Do you know, I'm excited. Was, I'm excited because this week, this week on EMI TV, I think we put out the best Double Tap TV we've ever done. It was a pretty good episode. It was a yeah, brilliant was episode. Good, yeah. yeah. yeah and I think, work. round of applause to my, hang on, I'm not even going to clap. I'm going to get the sound effect in for this one. That's I'll, how no, good. I'll do it in real time. Yeah, well done. Right. Okay, fine. Um, brilliant. We spoke to, no, okay. Don't milk it. Um, so <laughs> we uh, spoke to the wonderful accessibility team at uh, Samsung in South Korea. Just talking about Samsung, actually. Uh, you can check out the show uh, here on AMI-TV. There are repeats through the week. And you can also get it on the AMI-TV app and also on the uh, YouTube channel as well. Just search for Accessible Media Inc. wherever you get your YouTube. Um is that, YouTube, that, YouTube. is that how you say that? <laughs> <laughs> I've got no idea. Uh, next week, well, this week, actually, I should say, we're talking about um, screen reading. No, it's next week, isn't it? Next week, yeah, next week's episode, yes, Tuesday. Week. Uh, we're going to be uh, hearing about screen reading in 2021. Special guest Matt Atter is going to be joining us from JAWS, the uh, screen reading company. Very excited to get him on because uh, he's got some interesting stuff to talk about from the company's perspective. And one of the things that he's going to be talking about is that big challenge that we're all facing, all these companies that I guess are facing at the moment, around cost. You know, screen readers in particular are now available on pretty much every platform for free. So how does a company come along and charge some serious money for their screen reader? Sean, you'll be uh, intrigued to hear that conversation, I'm guessing. Absolutely, and some of the points I've heard Matt raise on other, um, other times is that there's some features in Jules that I want to try out again. I'm going to go back to Jules and give it a go because it sounds interesting. Mm. Did I tell you guys what I got this week? Are you going to finish oh, sorry. this conversation? What? Sorry, okay. no, I just had a thought. <laughs> go on, no, please. 
Mark's awake. We like th- he's, he's hey, just woken up. up. Time. How much longer are we have on the show? <laughs> Two minutes. So Perfect. go for it. Um, Starlink. Starlink arrives. Oh, yes, of course. Elon Why Musk Starlink. I so this? I set. So I set this up. So number one, it comes in this really giant box. You got the satellite dish with legs. It literally you just pop it out outside somewhere with a clear view of the sky. You turn it on, plug it in. It moves. It does its thing. It connects to the internet. And I got. This is my first speed test, okay, on Starlink, and uh, it blew my mind. This is internet like, over the satellite. Internet over satellite. 236 meg down and wow. 51.6 meg up with wow. 47 milliseconds of, uh, of uh, ping. So how does that compare to your wired connection just now? Oh, I mean, obviously, but, but I mean, you know, <laughs> well, maybe not, maybe not the speeds, but the the millisecond, the, the latency. How, how does that? Uh, it, uh, I mean, again, I have a stupid connection at home. I have uh, my ping is like one millisecond. All right, okay. So right. it's it, I mean, and my but, download right now is five thirty. While we're connected, and my upload is probably about seven hundred. So, I check mine I mean, though. But but Ooh. think about some rural communities that don't even get twenty five meg down and one meg up to suddenly be able to hit speeds of. 250? Yeah, that's, that's amazing. That's insane. Yeah. And those places and would like, be lucky to get two meg. You know, they really would. No, and, and it was, so I, my brain working overtime, right? I'm like, oh, wow, can I broadcast over this? Mm-hmm. So I tested some of my equipment. Yeah, no problem. So I can I can be on a cruise in the middle of the ocean and be broadcasting live somewhere. I could be in the middle of a field somewhere. It could be in some endless point in the world and the planet and you can broadcast live. Stephen's New shed. Do you know something? <laughs> I, I, you're going to be the most irritating cruise ship passenger known to man. No, oh, one, will, no, one, will be, no one will get TV signal or mobile signal because it'll all be taken up by this huge... And his deck, he'll get the balcony and he'll put this big satellite dish out on it's it. It's not that big. It's, it's the size of like the iPad Pro, the big iPad Pro. No it's way. not that big. Really? It's not. It's maybe two wow. of those. Wow. I was expecting a big sort of beach umbrella size. No, no, so no you can hold, easily, easily hold it with 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 uh, one hand and just kind of walk around with it. It'll fit in the suitcase. What? That's Time's it. up. Press it. I know. Oh, I, know. I just woke up. I know. That's the best to last. That coffee's just kicked in. <laughs> uh, hey, listen, that's brilliant. Listen, keep in touch and let us know how you got here. Have you got Starlink yet? Have you tried it out? That uh, sounds amazing to me. Uh, you can, of course, contact us in all the usual ways. Uh, you can call and uh, leave a voicemail. Remember. Let us know it's okay to use your voicemail on air, and we'll play it out right here on Double Tap Canada. 844-971-1999 is the number. That's 844-971-1999. Email feedback at ami.ca. And, of course, you can tweet us at Double Tap Canada. Or you can find me at Tech Talker Steve. He is at The Blood Note, and he is at Marco Flalo. Guys, thanks again. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening, and keep your feedback coming. Call 1-844-971-1999 and leave us a voicemail. Email feedback at ami.ca. We're also on Twitter at DoubleTapCanada and on Facebook. Can't wait till next week? Ask your smart speaker to play DoubleTap Canada or listen on the podcast app of your choice. Thanks for listening. Catch you again next time. (laughs) Bye. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca.